Okay, so hello everyone. Welcome to Collect Call from Sing Sing. So sorry for keeping you guys hanging uh, last week, but I had a hectic couple of weeks. I actually got transferred out of Sing Sing uh, about a week ago and today, and currently I'm in a little prison in the Catskills called Sullivan, Sullivan Correctional Facility. So it's, I'm not mad that I, uh, <laughs> I landed here. It's a pretty decent spot. It's a small prison. It's a newer prison. The cells are kind of nicer. You get a window and hot and cold water in the cell. And I went for a jog in a yard that has grass. And I mean, to me, it was just like running in Central Park. So, I mean, there is, you find gratitude uh, where you can when you're doing time. But uh, why did I get transferred out of Sing Sing? Well, you know, they can up and transfer you at any time. And but you know, it, it's actually a better joint than Sing Sing. Sing 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 had a lot of opportunities, and I'm grateful for the opportunities I did have there. And uh, I'll miss some friends. But that's how prison is. Sometimes you'll you get up and transfer, and you'll never see a guy again. So I did develop some relationships over there, and I will miss some friends. So. That's just part of the bit, as they say. So how much heads-up notice did you get from the guys over at Sing Sing that you were going to be moved over to Sullivan? No notice. You know, sometimes it's just it's called a PK, and they could just, like, up and transfer you for, you know, it's just, it could be your time. They could have a another prisoner that they could be doing a swap with. I mean, I don't, I'm not a real big conspiracy theorist, so I'm not going to sort of make any, you know, um, you know, think they have it out for me or whatever. Like, uh, I don't, I don't think that, that they, they, they always treated me, you know, as much as respect as, you know, you, you can expect, but like, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's personal, but they've always been pretty professional with me and they were, I mean, they were okay, you know, uh, but <laughs> it was just my time, you know? I guess what I'm getting at is they can just show up and find you and be like, hey, you're moving right now. Like, you don't have any opportunity to say goodbye to anybody that you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, if it's a PK and it's like this high security kind of transfer, they could, yeah, they could, they can just pretty much do that. Yeah. You could, you could be on the bus, like pretty, and that's pretty much what it was. And, you know, it was a pretty high security transfer. And, and uh, yeah, just you're going like today. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's just how it is. I mean, sometimes, and with, if you're a high-profile prisoner, they'll just back you up, and it's just time for you to go. <laughs> you can't be like, but wait. <laughs> it's not really negotiable. But I am, again, grateful for uh, this new spot. A lot of high-profile guys here, so the story, the next chapter of the story continues, you know. <laughs> I remember uh, getting transferred last week, just I hadn't been out of uh, the prison in years, and I was just like... And it was a hot day, and I was in the back of this van, and I was all shackled up, and it was just me, and they took me out, and, and we drove through uh, the town of Scarsborough, and it's just like a rich town in Westchester, and it's just it's just beautiful. And you just drive by these, these homes, and you just wonder, like, you know, what people were doing in, in another life, or what, you know, what your life could have been, or whatever, but it's uh, a little emotional for a moment there, you know, driving on the road, but... Uh, so I got to this joint, and, you know, like I said, uh, it's the next chapter. What do you have planned in uh, the weeks and months ahead? Yeah, so the book project, I mean, I'm, I'm writing a book, and can't say, really say too much about it, but uh, yeah, I will say it, it's about, I'm taking on the sort of true crime genre in America. And, you know, we love us some true crime, we love us some villains. You know, somebody that's just 
been a subject of a true crime show. It's right, that, and that's also a journalist that writes about the humanity of people in prison. And I just kind of know firsthand that characters are complex, mine included. We're not bad people. We're not just we're just good people, and we're complicated people. And you know, so I'm going to write a book, uh, sort of confronting that idea and going to shadow a you know, subject and then sort of unpack other areas of true crime and, and hopefully it'll be something you guys would want to check out and read in a couple of years. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm excited to hear about it and I know your history with true crime or at least how you feel about it in general. It's massively popular out here. TV shows, podcasts, from what I get from what you're saying is that you feel it's a little bit detrimental and problematic how they portray certain characters and maybe it's problematic how people come to view the content, understand it. Like you think people need a shift in perspective when they're ingesting true crime content. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, I think there's plenty of people telling the stories. I uh, look, I think the best stories are, and they're giving people what they want. They're telling, I mean, you have a lot of people that are telling these stories without even having access to the characters. And because I mean, look, everyone makes a living, and, and that's the stories that they tell, and they sort of feed the beast, if you will. We all have this desire to sort of, you know, um, <laughs> to shut the windows and, you know, kind of get, get scared to sleep or whatever. I mean, that's what goes on a lot with these true, crime, these true crime shows. But, look, I'm in a unique position because, look, I just transferred here, and, for, you know, David Berkowitz was here for many years. Ronnie DeFeo is currently here. There's plenty of high-profile people here. So while you sort of watched remixes of shows that produced and structured by storytellers that have never even met the character, and then you still sort of tune in, I think people would uh, read my stories of actual firsthand experience with people like you know like I just mentioned that you know if you think of how, think of how many true crime documentaries there are about these serial killers and I remember talking in the yard yesterday uh, David Berkowitz just transferred you know, the son of Sam doesn't like to be called but I mean just transferred out of here but but it's like I was talking to to my buddy uh, and he was like. I tell you, he's the nicest guy I've ever met in my life. <laughs> just, that's not something you hear every day, like when, um, you know, like you're watching the coming attractions for probably, a, you know, a, a Son of Sand show that's on right now on HLN, you know? <laughs> that's not a quote you'd hear. Uh, that's not a selling point. But you know what? That guy was, you know, telling the truth. He was, you know, this guy goes to church. This guy's, you know, it's, it's, it's he's... He's just a, you know, he's a decent guy, but that was, you know, that was his take. And I'm sure I'll have my take uh, in the future and on, on plenty of other characters that are just as high profile. I don't want to tip my hand too much, but we'll, we'll see where it goes, you know. Well, I'm excited to hear you take it on, John. It's been a pleasure getting to know you and to work with you and to do the kind of podcast that we've been able to do. What we've done is really cool and exciting and uh, looking forward to seeing what you got going on down the road. So that's the news. So um, since I'm no longer in Sing Sing, um, obviously <laughs> can't be collect call from Sing Sing anymore. And plus, uh, I was thinking about taking a beat anyway because you know I got accepted to a Lighthouse uh, book project. It's a workshop, a two-year workshop. I'm working on a book, 
and I'm going to really put my all into that. And I'm going to take a beat on the uh, podcast for a bit. But I do want to thank you know everyone at, at Podcast One, you know, especially you, Steve. You've been rolling with me, and Rachel before you, and Jeff, the editor, and Peter Morris, and uh, the boss at Podcast One. Everyone at Podcast One. I mean, I was. I mean, I'm a guy in a joint, and I got to speak to, uh, like, great people, thanks to you guys. I mean, who the heck gets to speak to, you know, T.I. and Adam Carolla and all these just great guests that just came on, you know. And, and just thank the listeners, you know, just listening to, to a guy like me. Uh, I just really appreciate the opportunity. I mean, you know, look, I, I was a guy that started publishing a couple of articles, a little bit of luck, and, and, and a talent uh, manager from the Arlook Group came and you know started representing me jack greenbaum and richard arlook from the arlook group and they they knew people at podcast one uh, you know guy like me got a podcast so that was kind of cool i just was just very grateful to all those people yeah man so so i mean this is just signing off for now you know again i just wanted to really just say thank you all for for listening and you know i hope it, it, this this podcast, you know, sort of style of storytelling, is, it's exciting and, and sort of made me anxious, you know, considering the circumstances, but it was a learning experience and, and I was grateful for the opportunity. For now, please follow me on Twitter, you know, John J. Lennon 1. I'm still active. I'm still publishing. I do have a big piece coming out in the New Yorker. Check it out. And thank you all so much. Until next time, you guys take care. <laughs>